2: Kevin, there's, Kevin likes MLS because here we are.
0: Yeah, but there's like there's like two and a half players that I actually want, like you know, starting for us, and really? they're and they're Euro snob approved. I'm not out here standing <laughs> for like Paxton says, Comical needs to be in like our midfield <laughs> in Qatar. I actually looked he at said, the lineup
3: of MLS games tonight and was just like, nope.
2: <laughs> uh, you don't want to watch the League's Cup to have LAFC fans and LA Galaxy fans and America fans and Chivas fans in one not very large stadium. <laughs> And a touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. A Carmen San Diego version of the Touchline Media Group because we're playing. Where in the world are we tonight? Uh, I am your host, uh, Asa, aka the Twig. Um, I'm here with your co my co host, Napoleon Greg, aka the Stump. We are brought to you by uh, the Smith Workforce Management Group, as well as whoever Blue Wire decides to put in. Please put in PBR um, or PBR just advertise with us directly. You don't get that much engagement on social media that you can look down on us. I'm just saying. Um, it's, not are... of, <laughs> it's not a good way of appealing with them. I mean, you're just as shitty as us is basically how most people get their wives.
1: <laughs> um, I just, I. There's so okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's so much to unpack there.
2: <laughs> not mine. I reached. My wife is great and I'm terrible. Uh, I am joined. We are joined by our esteemed soccer panel. Um, of course, Kevin from the Colorado Rockies slash Cascadia, based on the jersey he's wearing today, um, go Sounders, I guess. Um,
0: go Acid, uh, Concacaf Champions League winner, Seattle Sounders. Let's let's be pres- clear. Presented by Audi. I, I like <laughs> how you did. I like how desire. you did
1: the uh, the the trade guy like hand motion too. Like, yes, I will take one Concacaf Championship, and you will get what.
2: An acid inspired jersey.
1: I'm actually okay with that.
2: Yeah. We are also joined by the, uh, uh the honestly, the guy who we're going to be stealing much of the format of this episode from. Uh, <laughs> it, huh? Big, big ups to Ben for writing at halfspaces.com because guess what? That's going to be the conceit of the episode. Tears of watchability. Let's go. <laughs>
3: hey, I should give you credit though, Asa. I came up with that idea while we were talking on the phone. That's so. true.
2: That's true. We, we were having a fun conversation and uh, that's where we are. So, um, so what we, it is, we are recording on August 3rd. Um, some people have started some manner of European season because European soccer starts in like freaking June with kind of like, with like Champions League qualifications. If you want to get really deep into it um, and champ, like the championship started last weekend, but really the major leagues start um, this weekend. Uh, August 5th is the first game of the Premier League season. Um, I think the Bundesliga starts this weekend. Liga starts this weekend. All all that other fun stuff. So what we are going to do is we are going to tell you who to watch and why. Um, Most of this obviously is going to be uh, US player specific. um, But some of it is going to be um, fever dream specific. Like, for example, uh, if there's a Red Bull team and they're playing, they don't need an American for you to watch because they play like um chaos and chaos is fun and chaos is good anyways so um as a as a preliminary note um all of this is going to be outdated when Christian Pulisic goes to Juventus um but uh and also I guess it's probably worth noting if you're a fan of the USMNT you already know this and if you're not I'm not sure why you're listening still but um Weston McKinney, maybe out a month, maybe four. Who knows? Nobody's really given us an answer to that. Um, separated shoulders, uh, dislocated shoulders. Sometimes you can pop them back in and be catching in the next inning, and sometimes they are a um, what's the word? Bitch. Uh, Good word, son. yeah. So um, let's uh, let's talk. Let's let's start at the um, at the the top of the watchability uh, because I, I assume that. Um, There is a certain team that everybody's going to watch all the games of. Um, So, and then like, like on both levels. Right. So, so Ben, I'm going to give you the honors because you actually wrote the article. Uh, (laughs) You get to tell everybody why uh, you are, we are collectively Leeds fans.
3: Well, I mean, unless you were watching soccer back in the Fulham days when they were starting two and three Americans at a time,
2: strictly speaking, strictly speaking, Fulham are starting two Americans. No,
3: nah. oh, that is true. I I don't really count Tim Ream anymore. But if you want me to give up a, if you want me to give like a scalding <laughs> hot take, I'm I'm I would put money on Ream making the World Cup before I'd put it on Brooks. Oy.
2: Oy. I also like that. You,
1: yeah, I like that she were, like we're throwing Tim Ream out uh, first and not um, <laughs> Jedi Robinson, who was born like has an English accent. <laughs>
2: And is also a magician. Can we, I I know that we're talking about leads here for a second, but can we talk about the fact that, that Jedi is doing close up, like close, (laughs) close up magic. He's doing Jedi mind tricks. I get Mm. it. I get it. He has Mm. a brand. It's, it's, it's Jedi mind tricks and whatever, but dude, I got to tell you, Jedi, you're a professional athlete. If I'm gonna,
3: I'm gonna say card Chicks have picked him up a couple women at the bar. That 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 probably has happened.
2: What is it, Barney Stinson? <laughs> <laughs> also,
0: Jedi, also- no, he's. I think he has a. I think he just had a baby. I don't think he's is? out. Ben- I, don't, ben- I don't think ben- he's out cruising. Ben- Kevin- and- uh, <laughs> Jedi. And- yeah.
1: Also, I'm a Premier League player. If like. I'm a premier league player doesn't work. I'm not sure the card trick is going to work. <laughs>
3: That's right.
2: Like, like he's at the pick a card,
3: by the <laughs> way, it's <laughs> a, a special kind type. of,
2: hi, what do you do? Oh, I'm a fullback for a, a premier league team. So I also do magic. Oh, <laughs> it's just,
1: no, it's just the entire USMNT watching him through the card trick first and then be like, you're a footballer. You know that, right? Oh yeah. By the way. <laughs>
2: Like and again, I I understand that that this is sort of the 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 theory, but like I have to imagine Geo is in the background of these card tricks at the bar and just yelling boo boo show show the ball in the cup trick again. All right,
0: all right, let's get back to Leeds and New York City FC draft pick Jack Harrison and why we're watching. uh, Oh my
3: goodness, Leeds is he really going to get bought for Newcastle for like fifty million dollars? Is that is that happening?
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, money's not real. Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Newcastle. I mean, he
0: scored eight goals in the last two – eight goals and eight goals in the last two years for a yeah. Leeds team that's not good at scoring goals generally, so. I mean, I've
3: seen a few Leeds games, you know, since Jesse took over, and Harrison generally looks pretty good. I mean, Rafinha was clearly, like, their guy, so – but Harrison wasn't, like – he wasn't bad.
2: No. I I, I like – um, I think Patrick Bamford is actually the most fun person on that team. Because he he plays striker like I think everybody on Twitter wants people to play striker. Um, which is like, he really likes running fast and straight.
3: And maybe he can stay healthy this year, question mark? No. Bam. No. Bam. Uh,
2: bam,
3: bam. Uh, all right, uh, anyway, actual lead stuff. I mean, <laughs> I don't know why I feel bad about this, but Jesse Marsh seemed like the American manager in Europe to me, which, for, you know... Uh, I feel bad looking over Pellegrino Matarazzo, but I don't know why. I, I can't, I can't describe it, but I just connect better with Jesse than I do with Matarazzo. I don't is know why. It,
2: is it because his name is Jesse March Marsh, not <laughs> Pellegrino Matarazzo? I'd like to think that's not it,
0: but <laughs> well, I, no. I he's been very like he's been very like U.S. soccer facing for a long time. I mean, he coached the Red Bulls for a long time. Like I don't know. He he was he's a f- notable former player. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, notable. He's, he's notable, notable now. now.
3: I don't <laughs> know, but it's it's going to be a great team to watch. I love Tyler Adams. He's going to be a starter. Aronson has looked good in preseason. He's going to be a starter. I mean, you can probably watch the entire game and have an honest rooting interest because I've tried to be a Dortmund fan over the years, but... I mean, it could be two, two in the 80th minute. And if they sub off Gio, I'm like, all right, I guess I got to watch Jeff Sargent at Norwich. So like, uh, you know, I well, don't I, know. Maybe that's just a Jesse's personal there problem, there but yeah. Yeah. You're, you're always going to have the rooting interest even just because of Marsh.
0: Like when he, you know, fought off relegation, like America fought off relegation last year <laughs> that was, you know, and that was the first time that we've ever done that. So that was kind of <laughs> nice. Bob Bradley, not so much. Yeah right
2: yeah i i will say that like i i i did connect pretty closely with jesse marsh just because there were so many ted lasso jokes and i was like i i can't do this like i i spend a lot of time in defending americans to british people and um if that had gone differently i i would not have been happy um so shout out jesse marsh have we said the words brendan aronson or tyler adams yet
0: oh i did yeah ben did. Oh. <laughs>
2: Um, I'm definitely not doing production notes right now as we, uh, as, as you're talking, but um, I think it's probably worth noting with. What's with a production the
1: production
2: note. You'll get it in a second. Um, it's probably worth noting for um, leads purposes that they also play awesome. Um, like, like that's, that's part of this. Um, like not just the players, but like they're fun.
3: And it's, it's weird towards the end of last year, I saw a couple of tweets John Muller maybe in some responses of people complaining about the style they were playing. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, how do you not like press and go? I mean, yeah, it's just like, I, I, I don't know. I guess it's not everybody's cup of tea, but I don't, I don't get the stylistic complaints. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. If any, if there's any team that like is a universal style it's got to be like Leeds is one of them, but unless you're going up to like the top, top guys, like obviously Man City is gorgeous to watch. But then you have to remember that they just bought three guys deep in every position. It's like, well, that's just cheating. Leeds is couldn't... like, we're going to take we're going to take the uh, British guy that played at an American college and then we're going to turn him into a 50 million pound man. Like, and it couldn't, it
3: couldn't fit Aronson and Adams any better. I mean, Aronson constantly wants to press and then try to play a killer through ball, and you know, nine times out of ten they get picked off. But you know, then that <laughs> that one time it sneaks through on the with you outside of your right foot, and you know, you get a, you get a goal. So I Brendan, don't know. I enjoy I enjoy watching that stuff.
2: So Brendan Aronson, um, just like use an analogy here is, um, he's a quarterback who has a massive arm and doesn't really have a good decision-making matrix.
1: He's like, So he's Josh Allen at Wyoming.
2: Josh Allen at Wyoming. He's just like, I can make this throw. And you're like, no, you can't. No, no, no. Watch me. And you watch him and nine times. Like you said, nine times out of 10, it was like, well, that was a bad decision. But one time out of 10, it's like, this is a first round quarterback that we must build our team around. Um, So, uh, beyond that. So Leeds is, is sort of the answer. Um, obviously like if you have a personal rooting interest, you should probably watch that personal rooting interest. If you don't like, um, you know, Bill Connolly came on here and said that he was a soccer atheist. Ben has been very vocal about the fact that clubs in Europe mean nothing to him. Um, which is, which is, you know, which is a way to go about this. Um, but, but there are other things to do when you're not watching Leeds and Kevin, I think you're going to get, uh, the, the next team that you would watch if Leeds is not on and the rest, like the next tier of this per Ben is like, yeah, I mean, any of these are sort of the same. So um, it, it probably relies a little bit on uh, how much you're willing to pay for uh, various streaming services.
0: Pay hey, all the money. I'm, I'm debating buying like a leads specific like streaming package. I'm not even joking. I was looking at it earlier. I was like, oh, it's only like I was doing the conversions. How much is that in U.S. dollars? I'm like, what the, how much is five pounds a month? Like, whatever. um <laughs> The,
1: the Bally Sports Detroit for for League
0: United. They have I'm, some... only, I'm only doing it if I get Rod
1: and Mario
2: in the booth. <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. I, I actually think we, that would be a lot of fun to just like, you know how um, and uh, ESPN will do like, we're going to put our college guys in the pros, and we're going to put our pro guys in the college, but we should do that for football and football because Sean McDonough calling a goal is the best thing that we don't have. <laughs> um it's uh, I mean, I guess Gus Johnson did some soccer games and he was pretty good. Yeah, he was, was not good. <laughs> yeah, was pretty like I, I, I said it and then I remembered that we did do this and it didn't really work. So, so oh, like, Gus yeah.
1: Johnson, yeah, Gus Johnson doesn't know in like a way that isn't funny, but Rod Allen barely knew what was going on on a baseball field and he played <laughs> baseball. So like Rod Allen calling soccer would be phenomenal.
0: Plus, you got to find guys that have just a general, like, just, dist- you got to, a lot it, of it, 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 it's like a generational thing. You just got to find people with like a general, like, uh, soccer, like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I want
2: I just, these games. <laughs> I, I just want to, I want uh, a college football, uh, announcer, maybe, maybe, um, like Beth Mowens and like, anytime there was like a hold up play mm. and then a pass backwards. And she was like, oh, I wouldn't have made that pass backwards. There was a lot of room in front of him. Like, I just want that style because I mean,
0: we need to get Colin on the podcast to talk about Beth Mowens. <laughs>
2: Uh, Beth Moens is Beth Moens did that thing where, where people come around for you. Like I hated her for a really long time, but then she became such a calming presence at 11 o'clock in the morning, watching a Wisconsin game that it like, it went backwards for me oh colleen
0: can't stand her it's (laughs) as soon as she hears that voice she like starts just boiling because i don't know like once once in a while she'll say some like disparaging thing about michigan state and she's like loses it anyways uh number two most watchable team let me take you back about eh, i don't know 24 months ago 23 months ago um and and a young player named giorena was absolutely lighting up the bundesliga With with this like you know no name striker who didn't really pan out to be a whole lot, Um, but there was this rumor. I'm not going to say who it was. I think he got bought by like I don't know, some some blue team in England. Um,
2: That doesn't have any (laughs) sense.
0: Yeah, Chelsea. Chelsea. And there was a rumor that they were going to be like a package deal to Madrid. Like the following summer, they were like these two hot. Guys like Gio had like a hat trick of assist. The, the first one I'm talking to dear listener is Giovanni Arena at, at his peak hype as a young player prior to like, really it's oh. been like 18 months of like on and off injuries and just kind of general frustrations. Um, This is his chance to to kind of make good on all that potential and like really kind of set the record straight about like what kind of a talent he is and, and kind of live up to the hype that a lot of the Dortmund execs put out there. Cause I remember his first couple of games the the messaging coming out of uh out of their camp was oh he's a much bigger prospect than Pulisic ever was. Um and he he was looking like it very quickly. He's very smart, connecting well with teammates. Um but as everyone probably listening to this pod knows, he's been hurt. You know, his hamstring kept blowing up every couple of weeks. He couldn't get time. He missed, you know, a lot of qualifying for the US. He's missed a lot of time with Dortmund. But it seems like he took the the off season to recuperate, he, he I think he, he looked like he had gone through a growth spurt like last year. Like he just started looking a lot taller to me. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if that had something to do with it, where he, he just kind of needed his body to catch up. with fingers crossed, he's going to be a healthy boy, and they're going to be fun to watch.
2: So, <laughs> in terms of hamstring hamstring injuries associated with massive growth spurts, I do not want to point out what one of the side effects of HGH usage <laughs> is I don't I, it, I'm not saying there's any connection there I am saying that uh certain teams in Germany uh do have the ability to make Alfonso Davies look like a linebacker
0: and- yeah, well right if he was playing for the other Germany team you probably would never you you would have grown a second hamstring to compensate had <laughs> he needed it
3: well and I, I don't know I like you mentioning uh Gio's younger you know like the, the reputation he had as a prospect because I, I recall following Pulisic when he was uh, coming up with Dortmund, and I don't recall hearing, like, gushing. When when German commentators, pundits, whatever, mention Reina, they are gushing over how good they think he is already. So maybe that doesn't mean anything, and maybe that's just, like, my insecure American fandom wanting to hear the cool kids talk good about my guys. Um, but I don't know. Like, just...
0: Oh, yeah, there there was a man with a German accent who compared him to Zidane one game early on. And I remember him being like, okay. Do you remember if it, like, you say was, like, some, like random, ra- like, like you Zachary random, Zidane?
3: Yeah, you get like random German players that would be like the, the color analyst on like the Fox feed or something. Yeah. And you never knew who they were going to be. And they, I don't know. Those guys, I don't know. I, I enjoy hearing that sort of thing.
2: And also, like, it's, it's a good time to point out that like this isn't just potential. Like, he's already been good. Right. Like, 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 like what we're talking about here is like someone who you, who you're bringing in to your program, who's like, oh, he's already better than everybody else here. If he can stay healthy and, and, you know, grow a little bit, both, both from a, from a physical and let's be honest, not for my purposes, but for everybody else's maturity standpoint, He's going to be the best player that we've ever had. I don't want him to get more mature. I want him to be a flaming asshole for the rest of his career <laughs> but but if he decides to be mature then that's that's fine um and
3: he's he's still nineteen until November
2: he is uh, a red shirt Holy freshman cow. folks he is he is a red shirt freshman
0: yep man yeah. like, he's a child
2: he's and, and like <clears throat> just something to consider red shirt freshman um so, so, Greg, uh, we have the other player who we really, really love, but maybe maybe I gave you this because the answer is you don't have to watch them for a while, except for Pogba. Pogba's there.
1: Yeah, so Ben wrote up. The next one down is, uh, you know, the, I believe, reigning Italian champions. And um, we were initially... Literally
2: literally any year prior to last year, you would have been <laughs> correct. No,
0: no, 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 no. They won no, like no.
2: 11 in a row but no,
0: they, okay. They, so it's, it's, he's a Memphis. Michigan fan. So, you know, he's yeah, I'm dumb as hell. <laughs>
1: uh, so we're really, we're really excited about uh, Weston McKinney who really came in to his own last year after the departure of a certain striker who was like, just a dark cloud over every club he joins basically
2: cancerous to his team and the league.
1: (laughs) Yes. Uh, Allegri, the, the Juventus manager was doing a really good job of getting Weston integrated into the game plan, which was allowing him to play more, I think more wide open and more creatively than he had been before. And he also wasn't being hamstrung by like the directive to get the ball to one specific player. Now, as Asa mentioned, unfortunately, um, there's some injury concerns. We don't really know what's going on. Uh, if you read the half spaces article, you'll know that Weston didn't play at all in the preseason, and those things are probably related. Maybe not, maybe not causation, but correlation certainly.
0: Um, nah, there's so, his Michigan words. I knew he was gonna. Do something <laughs> <like that. laughs>
1: I have a dictionary that tells me words to use every day. Um, but is it a so, calendar? No.
2: Is it a, yes. count? So it's
1: not. <laughs> so it's not. It's not. So we uh, might not have to watch for a little while because. So they brought in Pogba, who is, for lack of a better word, I think he's a Juventus legend. Like we can call him a Juventus legend, right? Yeah. They love him. Yeah, though. they love him. He's he did great things the first time around. Like he's expected to get a lot of time. Um, hopefully they can find a way to play them both together. But until Wesson gets healthy, it's not really going to be an issue. Uh, the other, I guess, potential benefit for watching Juventus, and this is incredibly conditional, but uh, that is the rumored landing place for one Mister Christian Pulisic. Um, so is that still a thing is that still a real
3: rumor? Still a
2: still a thing? So, <laughs> so hasn't. Really. It is, it is it is the it is the uh, it is the to Byron of of zombie rumors. It will not <laughs> die
1: yeah. So if that actually does come to fruition, uh, obviously Juventus, I mean, we can't really shoot them up the chart any more than they currently are
2: because they're not touching leads.
1: They're not touching leads, <laughs> and I'd rather watch Geo on any day, but um, you know, if we can put Polisic and McKinney on the field together. They might jump Geo because that I mean that's that's a pretty interesting thing to watch. That's a lot, especially oh, considering yeah. that is like the the backbone of the offense for the next four years. Wow. And you just gotta you gotta think of efficiency with your time. I know you don't have a family yet, but if you can knock out two <laughs> players with one game, you gotta you gotta take advantage
3: you gotta of that. Do that. Exactly.
1: There you go. yeah. yeah. I can kill two <laughs> birds with one stone instead of one geo with one.
3: Stein. I mean right. once once you're on your like fourth or fifth soccer game of the weekend and your wife is like, Are you still doing this? Like, uh
1: the, the, the trick the, is to have two
2: TVs. I can just watch two at once. Yeah. Well, then you're not yeah. actually watching any of them. One of those TVs not is Dr. stuffens. Just to be clear here. Like you can have two v- two TVs, but one of them is Cocoa Melon. Uh, <laughs> like that's how that works. Um but but as as my Oh, those are kid <laughs> reference. Somebody doesn't have a kid. Um,
0: oh Coco melon's mainstream at this point it'd be like saying like I don't know freaking Dora yeah. the Explorer
2: Dora I know that Explor- one too yeah Dora the Explorer has uh, anyways Coco melon is both the best and worst thing that has ever happened to me um JJ is my enemy anyways um speaking of enemies Thomas Tuchel. Thomas Tuchel is my enemy um and Todd Bowley, sort of but anyways <laughs> the next team here is only here by dint of the fact that they employ I don't know if the best is the right word, but probably best American player in the world. Um, certainly one of three in that conversation. Uh, Christian plays at Chelsea. Chelsea sucks. Don't watch Chelsea if you don't have to. Huh. But, but when Christian plays, you get to, like, I, my views of Chelsea, um, and obviously I'm a Spurs fan, people know this, um, is that I hate Chelsea so deeply. Not because they're the other London team, right? Like, I hate Arsenal for rivalry purposes. But, like, I hate Chelsea because of the manner in which they've treated Christian and the way that their fans have treated Christian. So, like, when I watch them, I am constantly rooting for Christian to do just well enough to escape criticism, but also for Chelsea to lose by five. <laughs> um, so, so yes, you should watch, hate watch Chelsea. Do it like All
3: I right. Tell me if I'm crazy. Does yes. the does Chelsea seem a, a lot like watching the US but just with much much better players I mean they don't give up a lot of goals they have they they don't really look like they're gonna score their fans I mean, hate them they're they're Chelsea so they have you know half a billion dollars in their front five so they they do run into some goals here and there but I don't know they just don't look like they have ideas in the final third to me.
2: Yeah. No, no, no. They're, they're very much like the best case scenario of the U S men's national team. Um, And like, the reason is, is because they play more or less the same as we do. Like you said, like they don't really have ideas. And the reason that they don't have ideas is because I think that their coach probably needs an offensive coordinator Um, because they're (laughs) like, their attacking plan is, (sighs) I don't know, kick it up one of those guys worth a billion dollars can probably do something with it. And so I think don't. that's
1: the, I think that's the issue is that when you have a collective billion dollars worth of attacking talent that doesn't know what it's doing, that's a problem. Right.
2: Yeah. So um, like we don't have a, I guess they don't have a Lukaku either. Um, we don't have, but like, that's the thing is that like you look at their players and like Timo Werner is a joke, but he wasn't always a joke. <laughs> Uh, Kai Havertz is sort of like a joke at this point, but he wasn't always a joke. I feel really bad for Raheem Sterling because England fans are racist and they're, <laughs> like, they'll are like they take an excuse, right? Any excuse they have to go after one of those players, like they will. Look at Marcus are, Rashford.
3: Are you guys familiar with the, uh, I think it, I'm stealing from Brian Cook at MGO blog with the uh, Wiley E. Coyote concept? Hit me. All right. So like when you have, let's say you have a really good offensive line coach, usually, and that guy leaves. Usually, you can still get an extra year of good offensive line play because that guy's stuff is still ingrained into those players. All right. Eventually, you
2: go off the cliff.
3: Right. And then eventually, that guy has been gone long enough that, oh, crap, we need somebody who knows how to coach offensive line. All right. So here's my theory for Chelsea uh, under Frank Lampard, they had no problem scoring, just they kept losing three to two, four to three, like that. So Tuchel takes over, corrects the defense like organizes stuff and they have they maintain enough offensive like player power to you know kind of finish i don't know whether well, they finished second or third that year they won the champions league and now we've gone I feel like I'm giving crank lampard way too much credit that's really about the flaw <laughs> <there>. but uh,
2: <laughs> I mean look at Everton <laughs> they
3: they no longer have any of that offensive spark that they had And I don't know. That's where we're at.
2: Well, like, I don't hate that theory because if you look at Rich Rodriguez and Brady Hoke, um, it worked the same way. Like Brady Hoke fixed the defense and the 2012, 11, 2011, Michigan, Michigan offense was still like, Denard Robinson is good at this. And we can like, sort of, we can sort of tape it together. (laughs) Stop putting under
3: center, you idiots.
2: And then in 2012, it was like, oh no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, we cannot do this anymore. We're
1: screwed again.
2: <laughs> and like, it's like, what if we were boring and bad instead of boring or instead of bad and fun? Um, that's the Rich Rodriguez to Brady Hoke uh, transition. Whereas now Michigan is just like boringly good sometimes. I don't know. I don't think they're very good.
0: They're, really. they're above NIL apparently.
2: Oh, it's, it's too good for them. This is the soccer part of this podcast.
0: There's a, it's a great thing that, you know, as a Michigan State fan, let me tell you as a fan base, we don't have that, like, a complex. We will sell our souls. <laughs> Bring the Bentleys out on the field. Get the Rottweilers. Don't care. I don't, don't care. care. Do it within the, within the
2: bounds of the rules. And maybe uh, a little bit outside of the rules. Yeah,
0: whatever. <laughs>
3: yeah. I don't know. Michigan wants to apparently be the University of Chicago. Or, I don't know. Whatever.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean.
3: you got all that money, guys. Use
0: it.
2: It, it, it blows my mind. I thought, I,
0: I thought that this was going to level Michigan football up. Yes. Yeah.
2: You'd think yes. so. I mean, they, they are, but like, it's sort of like what happened when uh, with, with like, like there's only so many mega donors you have and only so much money that they can spend. <laughs> I think that Steven, I actually think that Steven Ross getting suspended for half the NFL season is great news for Michigan because he's going to be spending a lot of time watching Michigan games. And I I actually we will get there in the, the big 10 preview, but I actually don't think Michigan's going to be very good this year. Um, I think they're going to struggle with losing their entire defense. I don't, I don't think you just like, lose your defense, lose both coordinators and, and it's fine. Um, but we'll see. But I think Steven Ross is going to watch this team go three and three in the first seven weeks and be like, this is unacceptable. <laughs> um, whereas like one of the Michigan state mega donors just sunk like $10 million into Heinz field to make it Accra field, but everybody still calls it Heinz field. Um, but the thing about sponsorships and sponsorship money is that regardless of whether or not it sticks, we do appreciate it. Which leads us to... Sponsor! Thanks. Thank you for that. Thank you for doing that after the break. That was like um, paying, I'm paying attention. I'm paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> I was like pointing at him, like, come on, say the word, say the word. You're pointing um, at Kevin on my screen. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Anyways, um, so that brings us to, uh, I, I guess our... is. I don't, I don't know if he's our favorite freshman, but I, I think he is... <laughs> Like, is he, our, is, is he our favorite recruit? Because like Dest has sort of like gone off the, like Dest, Dest has the five-star thing where it's like he was a five-star and he's be, behaved pretty good as opposed to Eunice Musso is like, he's a low four-star. Oh my God, he is amazing. Ben, what do you think?
3: Well, uh, I think Valencia is going to be more watchable. I, I haven't watched a ton of Valencia. I've, I've seen like the second, I've seen like two halves of preseason or something and they look terrible um because their (laughs) their coach is one all right so i have a problem with coaches getting jobs because their name is blank so valencia's coach
2: airs in Jay harbaugh
3: actually weirdly i don't know we're not gonna get into that (laughs) but um isn't there a bowden that's completely fucked up everything
1: probably Jeff found it. There we go. <laughs> there we go.
3: Anyway, um, the coach/slash manager, I always want to call them coaches. I forget their managers. Uh, the manager in Valencia is one, Gennaro Gattuso, who I think has a job because his name is Gennaro Gattuso. Yes, he was the mean Italian guy that played in Italy's midfield forever, and we all liked him, yada, yada. I don't think he can. I don't know. He's probably going to find me and beat me up now, but I don't think he's a very good manager, (laughs) but on the plus side, on the plus side, it does look like he's going to give Musa a shot in midfield. And as he, I mean, his ceiling, I don't think it's quite Gio Reyna, but I think his ceiling is best midfielder the U S has ever had. I mean, he's another one. That's, I think he's still 18. I mean, he looks he he, he's the first he's the proverbial first guy off the bus player you want to walk off and you're like oh dang we have to play these guys so I don't know he's going to be fun to watch he's going to be in a good spot I think um to get good playing time in in an actual position that would help the U.S. so I don't know watch Valencia make fun of Jeremy Gatuso. uh
2: yeah that's fair also Valencia might um be getting a new owner uh, soon, and they I might be—they might be uh, significantly more watchable in the very, very near. How future close is period. that
3: to actually happening, or is that still just vague rumor stage?
2: Uh, it's basically going to happen the moment that his money is unfrozen in London.
3: Oh, all right. So. The
2: money—money yeah. money is still frozen. Uh, <laughs> don't, but, see but, don't
3: say that ending soon, do you? <laughs>
2: uh, I guess that's yeah. not really.
3: Why? Would, why
2: is it frozen, Asa? Oh <laughs> uh, well, it turns out that if you are friendly. With a certain dictator, uh, then the nation of the United Kingdom decided to freeze your assets because that dictator decided to invade uh,
1: Ukraine, a free country.
2: Well, and
3: the British government is not above taking free stuff, um, free and bringing it back to their country.
2: No, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, notably, um, Britain has taken a very like high-minded stance on this, and to my knowledge, um,
1: nothing else.
2: Nothing else. They they did. Have you
3: guys uh, seen the the map of countries Great Britain has not invaded?
2: Yes. Yeah, it's like three. <laughs>
1: it's amazing. Yeah.
2: yeah, it's it's like a. It's not great. Um, but but
1: we not, were bored. They were there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, no, 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 no. Okay. Uh, what? I, Kevin, you're up.
0: <laughs> oh, for 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 Mr. Chris Richards, the very same. So. Chris Richards, there's a lot that hangs on him. He was injured through a lot of qualifying. He was really, when we started qualifying, he was still almost considered kind of almost like a youth prospect. He was starting to get senior team minutes, but he wasn't quite ready, got hurt, but showed like a ton of promise in the process and then never really contributed to qualifying. And he may be our starting and best center back at the World Cup. So the way that the next like, four months go for him in in england is going to be very important regarding how uh things go down for the u.s and Qatar. um i know that he's a versatile guy he can do a three-back system we're not going to do that for the u.s but um as difficult as it is sometimes to like get up and like from a watchability or like what do i want to see on tv i want to see american scoring goals like watching chris richards like you know Track runners through the box and like make clearance headers. Like that's not always like the most like sexy thing to throw on, you know, at, at seven thirty a.m. Mountain time. Uh, <laughs> but it may be some of the most important performances as it relates to the uh, to the fortunes of the U.S. national team going forward. Do you think? Yeah, I mean, he
3: he gets a bump down because he's a center back, but he gets a bump up because. He's the only realistic chance we have at not seeing Aaron long starting meaningful minutes in the world cup. So I'm, please, I'm talking, please play good. Chris
2: Richards. You want to talk about someone who's had a bad week, Aaron oh. long. And it was so, I, I know that we're talking about like the European people right now, but um, Aaron long scoring a goal and then proceeding to be the worst center back on the field for 87 minutes was brutal.
3: And like, he's going to the world cup, right? Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, un- un- unless a certain someone, uh, who I'll talk about later makes his move, um, because he's going to don't worry. Um, but, but I think the, the another thing about palace that, that is worth watching, if not Chris Richards, is that I actually think that they're fun. Like they, they actually are a fun team with Elise and Zaha and, um, Hunter Gallagher is not there anymore, but that was fun. Um, but, like, they're they're generally, like, a fun team to watch. Also, they're the team that AFC Richmond is based on in Ted Lasso.
3: Play in their stadium.
2: Yeah. So, if you have, a, you know, affection for that, that's that. Um, so, I cannot drop these two teams lower than where they currently are. And as I wrote the production notes, that's where we are. So, uh, Stumpy, <laughs> do you have any thoughts on these next two teams?
1: Yeah, there's no Americans on them.
2: That's correct. <laughs> You so hear my lead-in? <laughs> no,
1: I wasn't listening. We're,
2: doing, <laughs> we're doing Americans.
1: We're doing Americans in Europe and then we're going to go with two. I mean, I understand why they're here, but like there's no Americans on either Liverpool or Manchester City, which uh both of which as I alluded to previously are, you know, some beautiful soccer to play and to watch them. Uh i like to see how Liverpool deals with the uh departure of Sadio Mane back over to Bayern. And I'd like to, I really am interested to see how Manchester city manages to integrate everybody, uh, especially Holland up top. Uh, and what the hell they're going to do with Jack Grealish, because I think we said this a lot last year, but like good for Jack Grealish that he got paid and he got to go to the big club and everything, but he should have never made that move. Like he was very clearly going to be the first guy out on every rotation they could have could ever come up with. um, but besides that, I also really appreciate that ESPN uh, for preseason EPL doesn't put teams in their finishing from the previous season. So Manchester City is currently 13th, and Liverpool is 12th, also which better. means absolutely <laughs> nothing, but it makes me laugh every time. Let's well, go uh, City, City and
3: Liverpool are a blast to watch, just from the sense that they they play really, really well. But I don't end up watching a ton because I'm not interested in seeing them beat Bournemouth five to nothing. Yeah, I, that's fair. I'll watch them when they play good teams, I guess. But they're always going to be second place in my heart to anybody playing an American. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Really, really good soccer
1: teams. Well, but um I mean, I'll watch Kevin De Bruyne. DeBrun- yeah any time, like, there's specific players. To bring to bring <laughs> there's very specific. Belgians uh, are going to be very upset. Oh, God, yeah. At, at me, Belgium. See if you can hold a line this time. Uh, <laughs> uh Yeah, there's specific, I mean, there's, like, obviously, as a team and any pep team is worth watching, but there's also, like, specific players that uh, if you don't want to watch them live, at least consume the highlights. There's always, KDB is always worth watching, like, us clip up of or just watching Salah, like how mo moves off ball too is just not something as american fans we're used to seeing so it's just always like really interesting
2: and and the, the reason why i thought that it was important to bring them up even though this is an americans abroad preview is just because like every now and then there will be stupid arguments about how good american players are and like look we're good it's fun i'm glad that we're all getting better um there's a reason that these teams are the way they are and these teams are you know very very good um they're also fun to watch when they play teams that frustrate the shit out of them I'm speaking specifically of course about Spurs they have but they both have really big problems against defense and counter teams um and watching Jurgen Klopp get like high and high and mighty about um giving up the ball is always really funny to me um uh, as as you might remember, had Jurgen Klopp gotten a win against Spurs last year, he would have won the title. But he didn't, so tough break. Anyways, I'm gonna talk about Barcelona because money's not real. Um, so Sergio, at their yes. taxes. <laughs> Ask uh, Shakira. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, ooh. um, I I I hold on. I, I made a joke online. I want to make it now. Maybe Gerard Piquet just really respects financial laws as opposed so,
3: to like civil ones
2: yeah uh shout out uh jennifer <laughs> nice. coolidge for no reason today um <laughs> um but so barcelona uh employ the the Sergio dest who is um our right back he plays a lot but like he's never he's i don't know about you guys like he never feels like a in pen starter he's just like Waiting for something bad to happen, then they blame it on him, then they have some 38-year-old who sucks, and then he comes back in and they do it again. Um, But watching him play, especially when things are going well for Barcelona, is a lot of fun. Um, And Barcelona, um, because money is not real, have the most prolific striker in the world right now. Um, I don't know if he's the best, but Lewandowski is good at scoring goals. Um, Usman Dembele appears to be healthy. Um, Rafinha is in Barcelona because again, money is not real and LOL, Chelsea. Um, and like, they also have like the two best young center mids in the world in, in Pedri and, and Gavi. So, um, you know, like they're good and they're, they're fun to watch when they're cooking. Um, and when Dest is part of that, if Dest is not playing, feel free to hate watch them because they're everything bad with sports, um, like, or everything good depending on how you want to look at it but there's they've certain- fallen
3: so far they literally used to not have a shirt sponsor and put unicef on there their team was like mostly homegrown players and now
2: now they're brought to you by i assume Citigroup. i don't know whatever
3: whatever <laughs> well, Oil also yeah that's also, also what the
1: happens there <laughs> The, the-, the, late, the late 2000s and early 2010 Detroit Red Wings can also attest to the fact that like if you have one guy that can paper over a lot of problems, you can kind of, you can kind of get along for a little while.
2: Yeah, and then that guy couldn't paper over those problems anymore. Um, Nick Lidstrom, we missed you. We, we really do. Um, Lionel Messi, I guess you weren't that important because <laughs> Barcelona had one of their most disappointing seasons ever and finished second.
3: Remember, remember this time last year, I was going on about the viewing um, theory with Barcelona. You were, oh, you were incorrect. Sorry, guys, <laughs> missed on that one.
2: Um, so that I, I think everybody we've mentioned is sort of like in the tier of, oh, they're on. You should probably watch them. Now we're going to get to the. Uh, I don't wanted to go do something at their soccer on. What should I watch? Um, like I'm going to say that this is the opposite of appointment viewing. It's I'm here. It's on. Let's go. Um, so Ben, why don't you? We start with the best of that tier.
3: All right. Well, good luck watching it because, as far as I know, Lille and the French League is still on BN Sports. So unless you're sailing the high seas on some, you know, various subreddits, um, it's difficult to watch them. Um, but uh, yeah, Lille—they're pretty good. French League, um, honestly. The, the guys above uh, Timway here are pretty much lock starters. So, um, I would say Weya is maybe a little bit below that. I don't, I don't know. I mean, he's probably, I don't know. I think he probably should be a starter, but then you, I don't know I, if, if you're starting two of the three of Reina Pulisic and, uh, Weya, I, you know,
2: way is probably the, the odd guy.
3: Probably. Yeah. I don't know. Anyhow, but, uh, he's a, I think he's going to be a pretty set starter this year, either on the right wing or I think uh, if they play the same way as they did last year, uh, they played uh, two strikers and he was one of those top two sometimes. So I don't know if you get B in, you know, pop him on for me.
2: Let us, let us know. We Practice. do not have B in um, because sickos and we're not at that, that level yet. <laughs>
1: um, I don't know if you can say that with a straight face.
2: I'm I cannot
3: the only TV package that I know got B in was Fubo, and it doesn't yeah. really get anything that my wife is interested in watching, so I have not yet managed to uh to talk her into that subscription
1: because <laughs> we don't want to be in any more debt for another <laughs> TV service honestly, <laughs> she's asked me to make a list. Don't celebrate that. Yeah,
3: you that was that was yourself. that was
2: that was that was that was not great. My wife has
3: asked me to make a list of all the various smallish subscriptions I have, and I have been avoiding that task.
2: <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> um, I, I I I just like with certain. If that's people, how you
1: lose a lot of privileges. <laughs> I
2: I my uh my my wife is a um is is a listener to this podcast, so I don't have any subscriptions to Peacock or Paramount Plus. Or YouTube TV, um, and and in fact, all we subscribe to is Discovery Plus for chopped purposes. Good, um, just don't
3: change your password for that one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> for the Discovery Plus, that yeah, you of use course, for chopped. it's Shark Week. What
3: are you talking about?
2: <laughs> it's 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 always Shark Week. Um, <laughs> so so uh, obviously, uh, the next the next person is is um in the Europa League. As, as well as in the Bundesliga. So, Greg, do, do you have any thoughts about our favorite striker?
1: The one at Union Berlin? Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's already scoring. So, I learned that I was pronouncing it wrong from um, Bill Connolly. So, that was great. It basically sounds like Onion, but you're saying it in a funny accent. Uh, but, yeah. So, I mean, he's already scoring, which is good. It, I think it was in the – what do they call it? The Pokal
2: Cup.
3: Yeah. yeah. UFB yeah, yeah. Pokal or something. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I'm pretty
2: sure Pokal is uh German for cup. So I think you just called it the cup cup.
1: Great. Uh But yeah. So, I mean, it's looking like his skills. I mean, Ben's Ben put up on the website that it's, he's not really the type of striker that, you know, you think Greg is looking for Berholder is looking for, but he's still pretty fun to watch, especially when you go, he went from the, Young boys is the sweet Swiss league. He went from the Swiss league to this league. So, I mean, he's going into a more open league where there might be even more goal scoring. And I understand that he was playing against worse uh, competition in the Swiss league, than he will be in Bundesliga in the Bundesliga, obviously. But I mean, we call the Bundesliga, the big 12 of European soccer for a reason. There's not a lot of defense. He's going to score goals. So if nothing else, it should be pretty fun to watch. And he's just, like physically bigger than most of the players I saw him on the field with.
2: Yeah. And, and the nice thing about Pifok is that like, he, he, he scores goals and, and like, I, I I feel like as much as we, we have the, like the, the Berhalterian ideal of a striker, that is that false nine drop deep Jesus Ferreira. um, Like there is a lot of value in putting the ball in the back of the net as a center forward. And uh, Jordan Pifok is good at that um as it turns out so so i i think that that's like um
1: for club that, not for country though that's the problem i think he might be getting in his head a little too much for country because it's that, not yeah it's not the system that he knows how to run or is like designed to run
0: i think
2: well, i think and, that, that geo broke him a little bit like he had that bad miss and then geo isn't nice then, <laughs> like 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 did J.R. Smith ever come back from that LeBron meme? Yeah, I, yeah he's, he's, the, he's the whatever Southwestern Carolina Conference <laughs> Athlete of the Year. That's yeah. coming back, just went, not to the NBA. He, he went and played golf. Um, Jordan Peefock is still a professional soccer player, but very similar meme. Um, speaking of people who I think are not nice people, but are good soccer players, Ben, do you have any thoughts on um, somehow Celta Vigo is not in Ireland?
3: <laughs> Wait, am I not nice or is De La Torre not nice?
2: De La Torre. yeah La you,
1: you left that Sorry. out of the
2: cliffhanger. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I like you, Ben. I think you're very oh, Okay, good,
3: thank you. I mean, I, I I various people probably think I'm an a-hole, but I didn't think you were one of them. Um I am
2: not. All
3: right. Anyway, uh I'm not gonna lie, I don't know a ton about Celta Vigo. I may have never watched them. I'm not sure. If I watched them, it was not to watch them, it was to watch whoever Maybe like Dest or Messi was playing against them or something. But they did apparently finish mid-table last year. They're 11th in La Liga. And they are now employing one Luca De La Torre, who is a um, Weston McKenney shoulder injury delay from being a starter against Wales in a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. So,
2: Well, maybe uh, Reyna or Harrison.
3: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. you think Greg's going to be that flexible? I don't know. I do not. But yeah, anyway, so the, the worrying report I heard on McKinney was that if this is the second shoulder injury in a relatively short period of time, which might indicate surgery, but let's let's go with that hopeful three-week timeline. He usually seems to bounce back fast. I did not mean to turn the De La Torre talk into a Weston McKenney redux, but here we are.
2: I mean, that's the reason... That's that's sort of like like the reason De Torre is important is really comes down to whether or not Weston McKinney is healthy.
1: Correct. How much do you really need your shoulders in soccer, though? What? Not that much.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, that's like a- my thing is I've seen I've seen quarterbacks pop their shoulders back in and then throw with it.
3: Yeah, I'm always confused why a soccer player like breaks his wrist and then isn't, doesn't play. I'm like, dude. Put a brace on it. Get out there.
1: <laughs> like we are actively encouraging you to not <laughs> use that appendage. Now you have a reason to definitely not use it. I don't see the downside. Put a
2: club on it. It's like when a linebacker gets breaks their hand and suddenly they have like that really heavy cast. It's useful, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just don't do it to Luis Luis Suarez because he's gonna start beating down opposing defenders. Did With- you- Bam! Free ball. <laughs> Did you see the meme
3: of like players who look or kids who look like they're famous? soccer playing father so it's like I ronaldo with his like you know perfect looking son it's yeah. like marcelo american,
2: with- american perfect looking son correct
3: it's marcelo <laughs> with his son with like the big brazilian afro and nice. it's as far as holding a kid who looks nothing like him but is biting his shoulder I
2: was-, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna guess big buck
1: teeth but that works even better
2: that works um so uh Amongst the tears that I, uh, I'm stealing from Ben, um, that brings us to Full America, Fulham. They still have two Americans starting for them. Um, they're going to, um, yeah. they going to lose a lot. A lot. They're going to lose a lot. A lot. Because they don't like signing players and they're sort of okay with just being in the Premier League every other year.
3: Um <laughs> payments don't stop, man.
2: Yeah. Like, like, so like, like those, those payments are set out over two years. So as long as they're in the premier league every other year, um, they've got a good sporting chance at being successful. And that's just what they do. Um, Tim Ream is there, but mostly it's Jedi. Um, they have Mano Solomon um, who who I have personal interest in um, not for world cup purposes, but because he's fun to watch. Um, and I, I also would like to point out here that Fulham um, is is going to give up a ton of goals, um, a ton. It's
1: which is which is not good when the two Americans on the roster are both defenders.
3: Yeah, it's not well, an accident. Do you remember? Do you remember the last time that Fulham got promoted? I do. Mr. Tim Ream played for like a month, and then the owner like apologized and said, "I'll put some money into the defense." And then Tim Ream did not play again. He's so... a,
2: like like it is not an insult to say that Chris Shelton belongs in AAA. And Tim Ream belongs in AAA. <laughs> here's,
3: here's my hot take though. If Fulham, by some miracle, is okay, like not good, but they're like 16th for a while. Not, not relegated? <laughs> well, I mean, like we're just talking through November. You know what I mean? They just have to get through like two or two, three months. Tim Ream could make that roster. I mean, Greg likes him. If we really, really, really want a different flavor of center back and I, 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 I don't think it's like, like Sanan outside Andrada. of
2: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think that it's, it's eminently possible um, that, that Tim Ream shows up in Qatar, um, but Fulham are going to give up a lot of goals. They're not going to score a lot of goals. They're going to be fun to watch in the sense that they will have Americans on the field. Usually. <laughs> Beyond that, not so much. They also have uh, Mitrovic, who scores a ton in championship and <laughs> not at all in the Correct. Premier League. Um, yeah. So there, there are other Americans. Well, Crash know,
3: Davis of the tr- of the championship
2: he truly is. Um, he uh, so there. There are other relevant Americans um, around the world uh, who you can watch. Like if you want to watch the Turkish League, you certainly can do that. Haji Wright's over there. Um, if you want to watch the Championship, you can watch Josh Sargent all you like. Um, I wouldn't recommend it. It's not for the faint of heart. They really, really don't like
1: it's just it. just sad.
2: Yeah, it's not good. Um, and, and like, you can you can talk about, um, you know, you can watch the second, uh, Ser- 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 Serie B, Bay, whatever. The second division of uh, Italy. And there is Gimusio. B. Series <laughs> B uh, funding, um, which is because the Netzia, yeah, let's be honest, is an investment vehicle and maybe money laundering. Um, but it's fine. Um, Not yet. Not
1: until the assets are (laughs) unfrozen.
2: So, so the, the, uh, this is sort of the part of the episode and um, where everybody's going to get to pick sort of like who else should you watch? And it could be American focused or not. Um, My obvious answer is Spurs, but I'm not going to talk about Spurs because um, if you watch soccer, you'll come across them because they play in big games usually. Um, But I'm going to, to pick a team that is the best team in their country. They are a Champions League staple and they employ an American uh, in their uh, recent starting defense, not in the most recent game, but but the game before that. Um, I think you should watch Club Bruges. Um, And the reason I think you should watch Club Bruges is because of Oano Tassoui. Yes, that's right. I'm not giving it up. The dream is alive. He is going to be playing center back in Qatar. If this happens, I I, I have to say this. I'm saying this on air. If this happens, if Oano Tassoui, is a starter for, for, for the U S men's national team at the world cup. I want all of the flowers. I want everybody to go around saying, Asa, you are the smartest fan alive because I have, I am, I have, I have held on to this and I look when, when he doesn't, and you say, Asa, you're an idiot. Fair, but, but <laughs> should I be correct about this? I want credit. If he starts for the,
1: the U S M N T in cutter, I will buy you a dozen roses
2: done
1: okay. done and when he doesn't you have to buy me one item off of the, the uh gucci line that he or the burberry line that he wore at the last fashion show
2: i assume <laughs> it was knockoff so deal uh. <laughs> um so who's who's your who's your uh your wild card team greg uh
1: so this is heavily dependent. So this will not. This does not apply to the English Premier League. I don't think you should ever watch this team in the American or the English Premier League because they can suck it. But I think that uh, Matt Turner might get some starts in various cups and country tournaments around England and for Arsenal. And I think that watching an American play at what is you know one of the historically like a top four club in England whether or not you know they suck uh, as a, as an entire uh entity but like that's really cool and Matt Turner is honestly a pretty interesting goalie to watch um maybe it's because the USMNT's defense isn't that great so like he's more engaged than he would be at at say at Arsenal but He's a good goalie. He's good to watch. He does the fundamentals well, and I'd like watching him. Um, I can also pick non EPL teams, I guess, but no, I can't. I only know EPL. <laughs> <laughs> ben. All right. Um, I'm going
2: uh, to. You steal. want to hipster this. I know.
3: No, I'm going to do two real quick. <laughs> I'm going to say Daryl DK at West Brom, just because Daryl DK is fun. He's yeah. big and strong and kicks the ball really hard um so he he'll be if he starts getting starts that's always watching a striker is always kind of fun but um again to go back to the uh the more bang for your buck although it requires you to watch the scottish league and apparently like mls and the scottish league are mortal enemies they both think that they're yeah. better than the other one so they like to have you know online- and they're both wrong
2: <laughs> somehow somehow they are both wrong
3: <laughs> they like to have twitter fights about it but it's really it's like watching I don't know. It's like watching an undercard. And you're like, neither one of you guys are good. Everybody's just waiting around for. Anyway, that's a whole other Mountain, thing.
2: Mountain West versus uh, the Mac. Right. The you both. talking
1: <laughs> shit against against Boise State. Like, okay, guys, let's just make it to the playoffs and <laughs> see what happens.
3: <laughs> Anyhow, uh, James Stans and Malik Tillman uh, both started um, the Rangers' most recent uh, Champions League game. I mean, it's not really Champions League at this point. It's you know like early early qualifying, and they lost two nothing to Royal Union Saint Giloise, which is yes I'm sure I'm pronouncing it softly but it's a Belgian team, and uh, so the Rangers are pretty much out of (laughs) out of the Champions League. I mean they lost two nothing, so I guess it's not out of the question. Anyway. the uh ESPN Plus carries uh the Scottish League, and by the Scottish League I mean they show Rangers and Celtic every weekend. Um so you could watch them if there's nothing else on, that might be might be okay. If they play uh James Sands at center back, you can probably ignore it, but at at midfield at defensive midfield he's an interesting an interesting option.
2: And it's and worth thinking of... that, that Celtic have uh Cameron Carter Vickers, who's another yeah. American. The
3: old firm the old firm will uh yeah, have do several thing. players involved.
1: Yeah, uh, and Leal. As as long as we're talking about Champions League qualifiers, too, feel free to turn into PSV. Ricky Ledesma is actually getting some run, uh, which more so than He's he usually smiled. has. Yeah. So, is he
3: going to go on loan? I keep hearing stuff about loan, not loan. He he seems so, to be yeah. playing. So yeah,
1: they're using him. I don't know if like I I didn't I don't track PSV's transfers in and out. Uh, as you might imagine, but like, I don't know if they lost somebody that he, he, that made him redundant last year, but he played against Monaco. He played in their earlier uh, qualifying match. Like he's, he's playing.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's also worth noting that um, Middlesbrough might have two Americans. Um, I have their Jersey, um, Zach Stefan and Matthew Hoppy allegedly is going to be there. Also just while we're talking about uh, champions league qualifiers, um, Maccabi Haifa, uh, employ yep. Josh Cohen, and they won 4-0 today. So they are likely, not likely, but they'll be in a playoff against a good team to make the Champions League. So he might be the American Champions League goalie. They will lose every game. If <laughs> Maccabi Haifa make the Champions League, they will lose every game. Um, but, you know, American starting... In the that's Champions a lot.
1: League. That's a lot of money that you can blow then to then lose again every, every game next year.
2: Yeah, I mean... You know, I I'll all all power to him. So uh, with that, there are a lot of there's a lot of fun soccer to watch. And if you want to watch MLS, that's cool too. Gareth Bale plays in the MLS. Um, other people do who are of no. Kullini, Kullini, uh, Insigne, Insigne. I I don't know, but
1: did you see that Calini had some uh, some of the Juventus guys because they were on their American tour or whatever yeah. came to see his uh, debut, which was I thought was really nice.
2: Yeah, that was cool. Um, no
1: joke. Just like it was very like it looked like it was it looked like a it looked like an old high school teacher who was like
2: retiring who all of his old students came back and he was all was like, oh, thanks, guys. Oh. And uh, also the <laughs> other fun news out of LAFC is that Gareth Bale apparently refuses to speak English um what? that's not a joke he, ref- he is refusing to speak English because he wants to continue speaking Spanish because I think he plans to move to Spain and wants to make sure that his Spanish is good I'm not he kidding just, he just, he just is... wants to
3: screw Real Madrid as much as possible
2: I think so uh, I think that he is it's a fascinating fascinating subplot of this season that he's he such a weird dude he's wasn't so he criticized
3: weird. for years for refusing to learn Spanish in Madrid yes.
2: Yes, he always, apparently he sure speaks, was. It, speaks it fluently. Um, so like, like, apparently like he's doing this just to piss off the, the Spanish press, which granted <laughs> is one of his favorite pastimes. Um, so a special thank you to uh, our panelists. Um, you can find Kevin uh, on the internet at Kev underscore um, Also, again, none of you have sent us his Reddit ats. We really would like to know. Um, yeah. You can find Ben at uh, halfspaces.com. He uh, writes when he wants to. Um, and when he does right, it's very, very good. But he's also on Twitter, at BL Um, For all of your worst uh, takes on generally the manner in which soccer is played, please, uh, at my buddy here, at Mr. Mojo Rising 89 You can find me, at Dimas Esquire. Um, I tweet intermittently from there, but mostly at my tweeting. I'm the guy who's behind the, t- at TLS underscore and underscore TDS account. Um, you, other people occasionally tweet from it. Um, like, for example, some of the people... Uh, uh this this uh podcast have tweeted from it and gotten a lot of hatred um which i appreciate uh special thank you to uh meta the owner of facebook because they also own instagram and we're getting that going uh uh special thank you to that
1: was a long way to go for a joke
2: yep uh uh special thank you to our sponsors smith workforce management group as well ever as well as whoever blue wire decided to put in we're hoping it's pbr um Please like, subscribe, share. Uh, We really appreciate reviews on uh, uh, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify or whatever you decide to get us. Um, We obviously couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So thanks so much and we'll see you next time.
1: Podcast Network.